Hello everybody, uh, Ben here. Uh, apologies for the upcoming audio on my end. I'm currently in Sydney and my audio recorder was broken in one of the moves. Uh, so my audio is a bit tinny on this one. Uh, we'll be back to normal next week. Um, we'll be back in Melbourne, be able to buy a new one. But uh, in the meantime, you'll have to put up with the dulcet tones of B-Rye. Uh, he's going to hold this over me, no doubt, for episodes to come. But yeah, apologies. And I hope you still like the episode. Thank you. Why wouldn't you work this out and then hit record? Shut up. Because I've had it all before. All right. Now you said I'm... you had it all before. Yeah. Now you can't find it. I can't find it. Riveting podcast. Shut riveting up. podcast. Lucky I'm editing this shit. We did have, actually, we did have a, a listener that uh, messaged me on Instagram. Yeah. Mitch R., um, lovely bloke. He goes, listen to the new podcast. Uh, great as always, but one of B-Ride's comments has me in bloody stitches. He can't tell the difference between a shifting spanner and a shit in a cup of tea. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. When you said that, actually, I think you, I think when you edited it, you cut it out by laugh because I did laugh at that for a long time. Oh, did you? You must have. Uh. And... Uh, my girlfriend Andy got cranky at you when you edited out her part. But see, that went before the um, the education Queensland census. Everything I do here has to get passed uh, through them, right. and they said no, that's not suitable. Um, we think that's just crossing the line. Well, and well, it was I was I was trying to relate to you and your big bushy eyebrows because I was saying that Andy is starting to trim my eyebrows, like they're starting to get pretty wild. I know. I, I'm at I'm at that age. I've got like about two or three that are just starting to get real. Real gnarly, I know, and that's what they and that's what they found offensive. Obviously, they didn't find that offensive. They did. They, they, they it, were, the, it, it's on the cutting room floor. There's that, and there's also the uh, the makeup ladies on this sh- uh, show that I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, they were like they, they were trying to politely get the no, my nose hairs, like trying to work out a nice way. <laughs> we'll just get this one. I was like, Are you trying to get my nose hairs? They're like, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Check How do you tell your nose hair from t- your moustache? Don't they just grow well, into your moustache? No. You see, you wouldn't know this because you're too pussy to grow a, a, real, a real beard. Please. What a crock of shit. I think, I think we need to start uh, a uh, Patreon episode or some, something to get you to grow your beard because no. you're, you're a big sook. Anyway. No, all right. So, all right. All right, we're going to kick this now off. Um, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Teachy Yarns. I'm Brian. Yep. And I'd like to introduce my co-host, Ben. Now, last time <laughs> I said that I was going to introduce Ben to give people a little bit more of an indication of what sort of an individual he is. And yes. Ben, ben is that sort of person that's more comfortable developing a chiseled set of abs in the Jets Fitness Centre than he is fighting a North Queensland crocodile for the wild pig that it's just caught. <laughs> this is where he put in canned laughter. <laughs> Is that is that yeah? Is that your joke? Was that a joke? That's or one of that? them. I got a heap of them. <laughs> so you, that's you, so shit. You, it's not. People are going to be writing it's in wanting so, more of this shit. This is going to be. So this bad. is going to finish up like one of those calendars. My comments will finish up on a far side calendar. I guarantee it. Yeah, it'll take up the whole calendar because it's so long winded. No, it's it's not. bullshit. You cock. It's not. You got to trim. Anyway. You trim the fat. See that shows me that shows everybody that you are a pussy. 
You're, I'm a, I'm, I'm an, I'm an, an antsy. I'm a, I'm a, a, a big sook. A big sook. Yeah, yeah. No. So bear All grills. Right. If, if you and bear grills are standing side by side, yeah, you're just going to be in his shadow totally, right? That's that's the joke that I'm a big sook. I'm a big Melbourne sook. Well, yeah. Unlike unlike your grandfather who cut the <laughs> cut the cast off his broken leg. <laughs> yeah, pop was tough. Pop was tough as. See. Tough. Yeah. I don't think I, I th- it it says it always skips a generation though because you uh you were in the air force but you're a big like, you're a sook. Well, it's not. I don't like to talk about it. Shit happened there I that to... I don't like to talk about. Hey, Nana Nana said you cried and you wanted to come home. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I used to. I actually sent used to send home. I'm 15, right? And I'm homesick as anything. And I'd write home letters to mum and dad saying. Everyone, everyone here's a poofter and no, nobody, I don't like anybody and I'm getting beaten up and all this. And they thought I was joking. It was pretty brutal. But yeah. um, and they thought I was joking. Anyway, <laughs> my mum then writes a letter to the commanding officer saying... Did she? Yeah. Saying, I'm a bit concerned about my son, Brian. Um, my little he's, boy. He's, he's, yeah, he's very upset. So the next day, I get, I get called off parade to go and see the commanding officer. And they announce on parade that he's received a letter from your mother. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So oh, I slink God. in. I slink into the commanding officer's office, and he says, uh, "Listen, apprentice, uh, we've got a letter here from your mother. She says that she's concerned about your welfare." And yeah. I and I go, "Oh, look, that you got to know my mum, sir. She's just no. She's just a natural warrior. So I'm trying to dig she's... myself out of this hole that I dug myself into. Yeah." So how's your week? My week? Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. you oh, usually, what well, you try to pat this episode out, are you? Don't no. you, have you, have you I don't give it? a shit. This is just the new me, all right? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the caring father now. Go ahead. Well, since you finished looking at your notes, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm, uh, I'm in Sydney. I'm working on a, a, a film. Yeah. And it's, really, and it's really fun. Now, is I'll it a bigger the- part in this film than the last one you did with Spider Bait? No, what was it? Spider. Spider. Spider Head. Oh, spider it's so head, funny how it's so funny how grounded all my friends and family make me like. There's, <laughs> there's, there's like all everyone else, all my other friends that have been on that show that had like even even a smaller part than me were like, "Hey, man, proud of you. So good. <laughs> it's so awesome." And then me is like. Dude, you said one line, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> we just like so, to we just like to keep your both feet on the keep, ground. That's all. Keep you grounded. Yes, I've got. I hopefully have more lines. They could be cut, but uh, once they once they work out, I can't act. Yeah. And uh, but it's all very. There's like heaps of stunts in it, and it's really really fun. Yeah, I think we can say so, the name of it now, can't we? So, um. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, it was in the know. paper. I'm... Yeah, yeah. The Fall Guy. Yeah, it's called The Fall Guy. It's a um, guy. remake of the old series. Anyone that's was alive in the um, the late 1970s, early 1980s will know, will remember this. It was, I think it was, yeah, early 1980s or something. It was yeah, um, Lee Majors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, So they're re- redoing series. it. So they're redoing it and they're making a, a, a film out of it. And it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll probably get cut. Tease me some more. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the spider head thing. Cool. All over again. No, we'll, but anyway, we'll, it's we'll keep you grounded. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> that was what, but it's good. Bondi is good. It, I'm on. I'm at Bondi Beach, which is just full of absolutely ripped dudes and 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 ladies just tanned leather bags on the on the beach. Oh, it's, really? It's ridiculous. But um, of this movie, though, can I just say the stuntmen in it? Mm. These stuntmen. Uh, insane! I was in the I was in the makeup truck the other day, getting my eyelashes tinted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a bad guy, but I've got to get my eyelashes tinted. Oh anyway. god, yeah. Tricks of the trade, so I look more nasty. Anyway, yeah. I was in the I was in there, and I said to the ladies because this stunt man, he's um he's incredible. Yeah, so good. He lands on a car, gets shot off it, and then he just gets up, and they're like cut, and then he just walks off. And he's like ripped. And I said to the ladies in the stunt in the, in the makeup trailer, I said, "Right, girls, can we just have a chat for a second? You know when you see the stunt dude and he does those crazy tricks, and they just get smashed, and then he stands up and walks off like nothing happens. Does anything? Does anything happen for you, like physically? Because <laughs> like, <do> <laughs> I'm telling you, I want to fuck that guy." <laughs> <laughs> He's so hot. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he's like a real man. Those pussy actors get pretending. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Oh, no. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, that's, so that's, that's been me. How's your yeah. week? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I, I kind of I, I did a few more days supply work, and yeah. some of the supply work that I'm doing, it's actually um, helping them catch up on assessment because end of the year, end of the year assessments, report cards coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was doing this one piece of assessment, and I'm looking at what I've got to teach. I've got to talk about prepositional phrases. You know when they they talk about teachers being dumbasses, how the teachers that are coming out of college can't write and they can't add up and they keep putting down the graduates? Yeah. yeah. I know how they feel now. I've got to teach. Prepositional phrases, yeah. And I'm going, oh, Jesus. So I'm madly Googling this shit. What's a prepositional phrase? Prepositional yeah. phrase is, dick, 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 tells you what it is. Then I've got to look up what a preposition is. I've forgotten all that stuff as well. This is a middle primary school year level. So it got me thinking about the, the last podcast we did was about cutting the fat. And I started thinking, what in the curriculum is an absolute load of shit? What in the, oh, in the curriculum don't we need? When is anybody ever going to come up to you in a bloody life and death situation and say, say listen, for me to ask you about your your prepositional phrases, Yeah. can you explain it to me? Nowhere can I see anywhere where that's going to come in useful except if you become an English teacher in a school. And, and it got well, me thinking about all that stuff that we, that we put the kids through. Is it, is it going to be any good? Remember that course I told you that I did at the end of my, uh, my Air Force career? Uh, I'll say yes. Yeah, you know the quality control thing, the quality assurance thing that I did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, last yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. Another yeah. part of that job was, what do we want at the end? What do we want these people to be able to do? Okay. Yeah. We want them yeah. to do this. What are all the yeah. essential tools they need to be able to do this? Yeah. And so we cut out a lot of stuff. For example, um, refueling an aircraft. If you're not going to be refueling an aircraft, you don't need to know how to refuel an aircraft. When you go into that position working on a flight line or something, that's when you will get taught that. But you get taught all this shit when you first go on to, um, into a squadron about how to do this, how to do that, how to do this, how to do that. 
you don't need it until you need it. So why are we training? Why are we given all this information when they don't when they don't need it? It sounds to me like this episode might be another another one of the B-Rise shit list. I think you jump at the conclusions. <laughs> I think, Last episode I think, we, did, we did we did trimming the fat. Yeah. On on the whole at the school level. Yeah. Now you want to you want to trim the fat in curriculum. Well, I, I just right? I want to talk about the curriculum because. I think it's one of the biggies. Okay. It's one of the in education we talk about the rocks and the stones and the sand and uh, yeah, you know yeah. you you can't put the rocks in last. You, oh, it's all do, you like, to, do you want to explain that metaphor just for right people that um, every single teacher who has ever been to professional development at the beginning of the year will have done <laughs> will have sat through this shit. <laughs> and some is this like this is as this is as uh, generic as the Myers Briggs. It is the, absolutely uh, Myers yeah, Briggs. Yeah. You ever done one of them? I've done about fifty yeah. of them. Yeah. So some rocket scientist comes out with a big bowl, big glass bowl, and beside them they've yeah. got three containers. One container's got some big rocks in it. Another container's got some yeah. little pebbles in it, and the last container's got sand in it. Yeah. And they put yeah. the sand in it in the big bowl. Then they put the pebbles in, then they try and squeeze the big rocks in afterwards. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. And what the message is, is that when you put the big rocks in first, and then you put the pebbles in and shake it, the pebbles fall between the cracks of the big rocks. And then the last thing you put in is the sand and shake it. And all the sand shakes down and you can fit everything in. Righto. Yeah. So curriculum is one of those rocks. Curriculum is one of those big things that that holds our whole education system together. Yeah, good segue. And my, that's what I do. And I'm arguing, my argument is, and well, no, not an argument because I'm not going off that on a rant here. Here we go. Yeah, right. yeah you yes, keep I, yes, I am. Of course I am. <laughs> um, so my argument here is that the curriculum we've got now doesn't hit all the targets. Everyone's talking at the moment about we need to be training them, educating them for jobs that haven't been invented yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What, and yeah. that's that's a fair enough statement because things are moving so fast. Yeah. But how do you know what to do if you don't know what the jobs are yet? What we're doing at the moment is we're throwing darts at a board with a blindfold on and hoping that what we're teaching them is going to be enough. Well, I think the the big one there is the big one there is creativity, and I don't think creativity is nurtured very well in our education system at all. No. I did a whole a whole animation on it, and I think that's what we're getting at when when you say we need to teach kids for these jobs that haven't been invented yet. Mm. Like there's there's no way there's no way that like I don't know twenty thirty years ago that we could have predicted a, a coder on pa- Candy Crush, right? There's yeah. no but the job exists now. Yeah, there's no way that we could have predicted that. But teaching kids to be creative thinkers and and, and lateral thinkers and to to not be scared of making mistakes is a big one because we, we, we live in a society where it's just we, we, we stigmatise mistakes and, and then kids become too scared to even try and have a go. For two people that are poles apart, we are so in line with this. I totally agree with everything you said. Really? Yeah, no, don't fall off your perch. We have this idea yeah. that in order to be prepared for these 21st century jobs, we need to cram as much stuff in as we possibly can. And my mm. argument is that's detrimental rather than beneficial. Yeah. The basic ideas of learning, the basic building blocks of education are still the same. They are still literacy and they are still numeracy. Yeah. 
Once we've got those, then we branch out into the sciences, etc. Yeah. What I believe we've done is we've gone, oh, we're not teaching literacy and numeracy correctly anymore. We need to do it in a more up-to-date way. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. It worked. I don't care what you say. The old ways of teaching literacy and numeracy worked. Now, my argument again is that in an effort to make these kids so brilliant, mm-hmm. We're starting too early. So that's my first thing. The curriculum starting in prep, I think, is way off the mark. Yeah. I think prep should be, go back to the way it was, be play-based. It should be what it says, prep. Preparation for school. So in things like that. Play-based learning. Yeah. It's preparing the kids for a formal education. You know, realistically, they're still babies. They're not Nobel Prize, bloody laureate. Yeah, but you know why it is that that way, though? It's academic inflation. It's... Yeah. I don't know if I've said... I've said that a few times on here, I think, but it's such a a good way to explain. Academic inflation is... Like, how far back do you want to push it is is the point that I'm getting at. It's like... Because, like, in Singapore and Hong Kong... And China and Japan, yeah, all these countries that are like, I've I've seen when I went to Singapore, I saw this this crazy documentary on this kid, and he was in grade four, and he did his schoolwork, then he came home, he had two hours of homework, then he had an hour of uh, flute, mm. and then he had another two hours, like it, his day, he only got like seven hours sleep max, yeah, sometimes it was six hours sleep, and then repeat and go back to school, and it's just like cramming as much information into these kids teaching them what to think not not really how to think yeah it's just how much information can we cram into this kid's skull and there is so much pressure on those kids as well to succeed it's a family literally a family shame if you don't succeed yeah yeah, it's a cultural thing and i think we're not there yet but we're heading that way in that we're we're spending so much trying to cram so much information into these kids I honestly believe that prep should be play-based, um, honing their fine and gross motor skills, um, but introducing early writing and yep. developing social skills like sharing, you know, following instructions and that type of thing. And, you know, you've got to ask, when do you start? One of the questions that I get asked a lot is, that when should I start my child in school? Now, the way the system's set up at the moment, it's all age-based, so if your child yeah. fits between these ages, between these dates, then they start grade one or they start yeah. prep. Yeah. yeah. My sister, who was one of my serious mentors, she was um, in education as well. And I remember saying to yeah. her when Sam was going to school, she, I said, we said, look, how do we know if Sam's ready to start school? Because he's born in yeah. August, so he's born at the end of the year. How do we know if yeah. he's ready to go to school? And she said, well, you'll have a feel, but she said... The best advice I can give you is that you can never start them too late. You can always start them too early. Yeah, okay. And we did. We held Sam back and he cruised through it. And Yeah, and me and Emily gave him shit all the time. Yeah, that's right. And he t- told and him he failed kindy. And, and, he failed and that's girly. He was the only one that could drink. One of the only ones that could drink. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, in grade 12. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now, it's, now that's all changed. Like I think obviously... Now most kids are eighteen in grade twelve. Yeah, because because preps come in because and all preps that sort come of in stuff. as a formal yeah. year of education. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I kind I still I just struggle with that because I think you know we're getting kids that are being being pushed to school and they can't toilet themselves. They're not emotionally ready for school yet. 
Yeah, yeah. And this isn't in the first term. You kind of expect that in the first term, like kids are kids are struggling to adjust. But by yeah. the end of the first term, if they don't have all their ducks in a row, then mm. it's it's seriously is too early. And I just oh, think that and we've all taught we've all taught kids that are like, oh, you definitely should be in the the year below. Right? I guess I guess the gist of that is that the way that we teach kids, we're funneling them into this education system as if it's a ride at a movie world. Are you meet this height? Yep, you're this high. On you go. And it's yeah, not whether or not they're shit yeah. scared of or they're you know they're going to throw up or whatever. We just yeah. seem to have this one one set of rules because I know for a fact that the the, pre, the preppies that come through go through an interview and really some, oh yeah that's an interview no the preppy not the preppies themselves but the the, the parents have an interview the parents yeah and some yeah. of the kids yeah. in prep now seriously if a parent puts their kid in prep the school takes mm. that kid in prep doesn't matter how yeah. ready they are so how some of these prep teachers do it. That is an interesting one. Like, yeah, giving advice on when to when to start your kid in school. Yeah. Whether they should start at the yeah. start of the year. There's a really good book that by Malcolm Gladwell called Outliers. Yeah. He's got this really cool chapter about how he did this study on uh, NHL hockey players mm. and how the majority of them were born before July. And he said basically what happens is these kids that are born before July – as they're growing up, they're, they're six months older than everyone else, basically, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. That they're, they're always they're always older. But like when you're five, yeah, being the difference between five and a half and a five year old, yeah, sometimes be huge. And then these these kids that are ten and it's actually ten and a half, they've had this head start ahead of all these kids. Yeah, and they're the ones they're the ones that get into the talent groups. They're the ones that get pushed. Yeah, uh, into representative teams. And the trickle on effect is really interesting. That like. In NHL, it's, it's something crazy. It's something like 80% of NHL players are born before July, which is, yeah. That makes which sense. Yeah, I've actually that. read that book as well. You put me onto it. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, were, you listening, were you listening to my story then or were you listening, looking for the next thing you were going to say? No, I was listening to you. I always listen to you. I hang on every word. <laughs> I saw you looking at your phone, you dickhead. Shut you're up. Like, you're like, what's my next point? You're like, you're yeah, a cop. All right, wrap it up. What's my point? What's my <laughs> point? <laughs> oh, this is – you'll finish up. This will be um, teacher yarned with B-Roy soon. So be, exactly. Yeah. I'll be, yeah. <laughs> be Zuckerberg and you're rolling properly. Cut me off. Oh, actually, i got another email to read out later. You, you, you jumped into this episode very quickly. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's per- oh, no, we're no, do it, no, no, we'll, we'll do, do it at the, the end. end. Do it at the end. Right. Because, well, I did, you re- I did read you one out and you heard – you heard your name and your ears pricked up. So you're like, all right, we'll listen to this guy. But, um, I so, so basically I reckon prep just should be play-based. It should be, you know, early literacy. If those kids, if kids are there are ready to do um, numbers and some, some counting and, and writing, yeah, by all means, <laughs> yeah. the teachers can extend them. But I don't believe there should be any assessment whatsoever in prep. No pressure whatsoever. We're just looking for areas of physical and emotional development and, and yeah. working on those areas that need attention. Should have music, should have PE. That's pretty much it. Would you go as far as to say uh, they shouldn't have any assessment up until grade three? Is that is that a fair... Would that be an interesting... Um, Probably, not. I think you need to start, once they start their formal education, you need to start assessing them. You need to keep start keeping track of where they are and, and, where their, they are and their progress. And okay. Yeah, 
Again, that's it's just interesting me. though. Yeah. It's it's interesting though because you say formal assessment. Well, there's a difference between formal assessment and informal assessment, right? Like, yeah, because <sighs> teachers know where their kids are at, right? Even even before we highlight a band scale or anything like yeah. that, we know where our kids are at. But we've said a million times like there's so much pressure, and especially with report cards coming up. Yes. Is yeah, I'll, I'll read that email out later about we got a we got one back about report cards. Okay, and we also and we also got one back about oppositional defiance disorder. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I, I reckon that should be the first phase is is prep, and it's just it's seriously laid back. Then we got I reckon like a stage two, a second stage, and that's early primary, and probably uh, grade one and two. And again, yeah. I'm just spitballing this. And these are just ideas that for people to think about. There we start basic numeracy and literacy. So now they're starting the basic addition, subtraction, uh, multiplication, and that type of thing. Maybe a bit of geometry, a bit of a bit of money, and a bit of time introduction. But we're only touching. We're only touching on it. We're introducing it. We're not assessing it at all yet. We're just introducing it. Do they not do that? They assess it. So it's like we're in. We're yeah, we're yeah. formal. Good. Yeah, it's formal now. So I'm okay. thinking that. That we need to use those first years in in primary education to set those rocks in place. Um, oh, you're going back to the rock metaphor. Oh, okay. I love the rocks. Yeah, I, right. I used to. I remember I used to sit up straight when they used to. Like, I could see the glass bowl <laughs> out the front. I don't like this one. It's like thunderstruck. I've heard it a million times, but I still start tapping my foot every time I've heard it. God, just just to go off track for a second, yeah. thunderstruck. I just have this memory of going to. Um, Indigenous round mm. at Amy Park, right? Mm. And they did this beautiful welcome to country. Uncle Jack was, I think, Uncle Jack was there. He mm. did this. They did this incredible welcome to country. It's beautiful. Warren Checker, da, 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 all, all this stuff, and it was and it was so uh, powerful. Yeah. And then the, the lights lights went down, and a good my good mate and mate of the uh, show, Nick Kappa, went over to me and he said, "What's the bet they fuck this up?" And then as soon as the <laughs> As soon as the lights went down after this beautiful welcome to country, just went. Just thunderstruck started. I was like, "Fucking hell, Australia, we suck." Oh god, yeah. It's just like completely undercut. There's a time and a place. (laughs) It was just. It was honestly, without saying it, almost said, "Well, now that we've finished that shit, now we're here for the show." It was was fucking so funny. Anyway. Righto. Um, so once we've got that basic early primary done, then we move into stage three, what I call stage three, which is upper primary, year three, year three to six. And that's just consolidating what we've done. Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. Pound the shit out of it. So make, make it a daily thing. Make it like brushing your teeth. Make it like having a shower. Make it like yeah. it's something that you do all the time. So by the time these kids are finished, primary school, it's there. They know how to do all of that stuff so easily. And, and, and at this point, we're introducing and going deeper into those other areas like geometry, time and money and that sort of thing. I also think that things like these adverbial clauses and past participles and that sort of shit, why? Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Why is that? included in the curriculum yeah what i don't care how academic you are how much data you've got sitting in front of you you will never ever ever convince me 
that a child knows a ad- adverbial clause from their asshole. That I don't even know what it is. Hey. I, I remember teaching. I, I don't even know what it is, but I remember teaching. Like yeah. if you talk to any, you talk to any adult, and you and you say, "Ah, oh, adjective." If you say adjective, they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." Is that the is that the one that describes a verb or a net? Like they, yeah, like. We forget all that stuff, like, like all that stuff, like verbs and nouns. Like you kind of got to do, like, oh, verb, uh, yeah, that's a doing word. Like yeah. it's, it's I'll, good to. I'll, I'll know, go. I'll go back a little now. bit here. Every kid, by the time they get to grade six, they all know what a noun is, and they all know what yeah. a verb is, because that's yeah. been pounded into them from grade three. They do it every single year. Now, three quarters of the class will know what an adjective is. And a quarter yeah. of the class will know what an adverb is. See, I'll push back on that. I didn't even remember. I didn't even know what a verb and an ad and a, and a noun was when I was at school. Okay. I just used to copy people. I was like, oh, yeah, "Is verb a doing word?" Like I skipped that part. I was like, "I don't, I yeah. don't know." But see, what what I'm what I'm saying is, I, I know that when you're doing literacy and you're building sentences and that type of thing, and literacy is is extremely important. That those basic, but again, they're building blocks. They're the basic building blocks. But I don't want a bloody 20-foot spire on top of my building by adding in that verbial clause and past participles. Who gives a shit? How is that possibly going to improve my chances of getting a job anywhere? And I take it back mm. to the loat. All the data shows, inverted commas, that students who learn a language do better in other areas. Do you think it's the old case of... We spend, we're spending too much time on the fluffy stuff rather than just sinking our teeth into the shit that really matters. We do. I, yes, yeah. absolutely. But we, we spend time on the fluffy stuff because that's what the academics deem is, needs to be done. I mean, I keep, keep harping back to this, but old school stuff, we got shit done. Every single person that I went to school with knows their times tables. Every, even, yeah. even the dumbasses know their times tables because it yeah, was pounded bloody... into us. And, and again, that, like I said before, that's one of the rocks. That's one of the building blocks of, of, of mathematics. Yeah. Writing... You know about a negative gear, you fucking five properties as well, don't you, dickheads? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when we get to um, upper primary school, though, I, need, I think we need to do more actual writing. Not typing, actual writing. Write, 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 write. Because you, you, you learn more by making a mistake. And when you type, type on everything and the red, line comes, I, I, the red line comes up, they hit the, they right click and it comes up with the, the word. Sometimes yeah. it comes up with the right word. Yeah. You know, what are they learning from that? And again, this is just me. I might be old school, but I think that they should be writing more and, and typing less. Uh, so is everything uh, is everything typing? Because uh, the schools that I've been teaching in, it's it's still like you have to sit down, you're writing your book. No, I'm not mad at that. You just said, "Where, where stop, stop clicking that pen as well before I show you." You're clicking something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said at the start of the episode, though, like we're, we're trying to prepare kids for jobs that haven't been invented yet. Yeah. But you want to go back to the old writing way. No, well, I you, think writing is important to a certain extent, but I mean. I haven't. I write freehand a lot of the time just for comedy. Yeah, because it does get like things get stuck in your head. Yeah, it's been that you, when you do longhand. Yep. But I don't know. A lot of we don't really do it very often. Not many people write longhand anymore. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. If we're going to be typing, we need to be able to do it well and not L O L B. Why not? Oh, because I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you understand BCF. And you understand. <laughs> I know. Forex, VB. I know. Yeah. I, I, see, that's one of the things that I, I don't think – like with um, – for the big ATAR tests at the end of the year – they have, you have to do longhand and you have to write. Mm. Like, why can't why can't you type? Why can't kids type? They're... Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I guess part of the point that I said is what skills do I need to get this job done? Yeah. And, yeah, if typing's the skill you need, then, hey, I guess so. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat humble pie. I, I think, though, what one of the things we are missing is communicating verbally. Kids actually talking and kids having conversations and having arguments and having, you know, rational arguments and discussing stuff, actually going and talking a lot. And I don't think we do that much in school anymore either. I don't think we do that much as, 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 as a, a society. society. You're right. Much anymore. It's like we've lost the art of conversation. Having, not, not, so, not even a conversation, but like a, a debate. A, like yeah. a, a debate. Oh, yes. We, we don't. We can't debate anymore. It's no. like. It's a fight. It's, yeah, it is a fight, and like, not once do I try and take in my opposition's what, what they've said. It's how do I belittle the other person? Yeah. How do I like the left do it fantastically? Yeah, the, the, you're right. The, the far sorry, the far left. Yeah, like they they have killed any any form of debate. Yeah, any 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 time you say, oh, what about this? Like I don't I don't know what's something controversial. Like J.K. Rowling. J.K. Yeah. Rowling has she's cancelled. Because she uh, tweeted something, uh, tr- uh, what was it, transphobic? Transphobic, in, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't read it. I didn't even read but, it either. But at no point can you say, well, well, can we have a nuanced conversation about it? Nah, transphobic. Totally, yeah. They did the same thing with Margaret Court. I actually saw the article that they took that um, anti-gay thing from. And a, and a reporter had asked her, it was at some function, a reporter had asked her how she felt about the number of same-sex relationships in modern tennis. And she said, well, actually, I don't agree with it. That's yeah. all she said. She yeah. didn't say they should burn in hell. She didn't say any. But, yeah, and now they're trying to change Margaret Court Arena to bloody um, Yvonne Coolagong Arena and what have you. And that's her opinion. And whether you like it yeah, or not... Hey? I'm not mad at that, though. I'm not mad at that. You wouldn't be a bloody lefty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Margaret Court. I don't, I don't like her that much. I don't think, yeah. You don't like her that much? You don't even know her. Well, from the interviews I've seen. But but here's the thing. Yep. The interviews I've seen, I also understand that she's an old lady. Yep. And she's got these views. And I've, I'm coming from a completely different generation. Yes. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to cancel. I'm just like, yeah, she's just an old. She's pretty old. Yeah, she she's, is. She's she's real old. It's like, yeah. It was like when I think back at some of the shit Pop used to say. I'm like, holy oh, fuck, no, yeah, God oh, yeah. damn. But like, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, are we? Can I? Can I do some of our emails? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. The, the last emails. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, this one's from Kaz. I agree that reports should be trimmed. I barely read them and feel bad because I know how much work goes into them. I already know my kid is challenging. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, also, re last at the mentor oppositional device disorder. Um, isn't just kids being little shits. It's being recognised because it can lead to conduct disorder, which is the younger version of antisocial personality disorder. Uh, we went through it with my uh, boy, but turns out he was just being a little shit. 
Yeah. So, uh, and also with the oppositional divide, from my four years, um, he's one of our listeners. He's a legend. I know him. Uh, can you give? He can give me a book on ODD. And I said, uh, is it a real thing? You reckon? He said, from my four years in disability before teaching. I can say that it absolutely is a real thing. Uh, have a massive toolkit on how to actually manage it. Also, from last week's episode, uh, with re-meetings, uh, they have a PWB, which is a principal weekly bulletin that gets sent to us Monday morning with all the info instead of any meetings. <sighs> and, we are, and we only do faculty once a fortnight. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's cool. That's, that's a good a, idea. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Um, um, so that the school's doing cool shit. That's excellent. Um, just that's going back idea. to the, um, oppositional defiance disorder, I don't. I I I agree that it's a thing. I totally yeah. agree that it's a thing. So I'm I'm yes. kind of going um, against mentor there, but it's a thing. But it doesn't matter. Society won't accept it. Society won't tolerate that. So how do we deal with that, both in the school and? Um, and afterwards, because displaying ODD in front of a copper, it's going to land you in the back seat of the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, yep. Like, and- like um, yeah, like our listener said, it's um, yeah, getting that toolkit, I guess. And- yeah. And that's yeah. it. We, we don't. Most schools don't have that toolkit. They don't have those teachers with expertise on how to deal with that. But by the same token, what what we were also saying is that our other listener that said, um, yeah, I thought my son had it and he was going to get diagnosed. Turns out he was just being a little shit. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's the other side of it. That's the side that we were talking about. Yeah, do we over right, yeah. these things? Do, do we just go like, oh, yeah, no, nah, yeah, see, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at that. Is that a guy? Was it, you reckon it was a guy? No, that was a, a, a lady. Lady? She's yeah. a good mum. She oh, she I know, I know I'm I'm, I'm calling now. She's a great mum, and yeah, because yeah. you know you go through these challenges and you think nobody tells you how to be a parent. Well, they they yeah. do. All the experts tell you how to be a parent, but you yeah. you use what you you try something. If it works, you keep it. If it doesn't work, you throw it out. And yes, you know, and yeah. she would have been. I know for a fact that I mean, all your kids went through it, not to that degree, but went through the bloody yeah. little shit stage. And and it's yeah. it's how <laughs> you come out the other side without me throwing you down the stairs or something. So yeah, yeah, that's not me. I was an angel. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, little Miss Three Months, Mister Three Months grounding. Ah, it's you being a tight ass. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, anyway. So we got a couple more episodes to go before Christmas. A uh, little heads up here: we do lock down over Christmas. We take yeah. our six weeks off over Christmas. We are I teachers. want to do a Christmas special because I've got mate, I've got a lot of teacher mates up on the sunny coast, and I'll be up there. Yeah, you keep telling me that all these mates you got that want to do podcasts. Well, I'm in Sydney at the moment. You're the one with no mates. I'm trying to organise <laughs> all these people. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm in a city I don't know anyone. I got a friend. Yeah, yeah, you haven't. I'm like, hey, can you get this person? So when I come up to the Sunshine yeah. Coast, I've got lots of uh, teacher mates. All right. But I would love, I'd love to do a, a Christmas special. We'll, we'll put it. All right, and we'll put a heap in the bank. Yeah, I'd, right. I'd love to do a Christmas special with like about, I don't know, I'd like to have a, a big group of people. All right, we can do that. I think, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. All right. A heap of teachers, big round table, we'll cool. sit out the back. We can do that, nice idea. Right on, mate. Yeah, so that's it. That's 
what are we going to call this one? Trimming the fat even more. B-Rise trimming more fat. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, you think of a name. That's your department. All right. I just do, I'll I'll think, I just do emails. You do the emails yeah. and then you go on a rant and yeah. then mum messaged me. She messaged me. Are you finished the podcast yet? That's <laughs> yelling. Shut up. Anyway. We're here professionals. Right. We're doing the job. All right. Yeah. Very professional. Okay. Um, cool. Well, you sign us off, B. Right? You sign, have, you got, have you worked out a sign-off that is as hilarious as your sign-in? No, I do the sign-ins. You do the sign-offs. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening <laughs> to Teacher Yards <laughs> with my dad. Who's more comfortable uh, <laughs> wearing a grug singlet than he is funny? Oh, that's weak as piss. Fighting a crocodile in Mine are funny. So Yours are shit. I oh, guarantee, no. please, listeners, write in and tell us how dog shit Dad's intro is. You're going down here. Because I've seen the list and it's pretty shit. That, like, he started with the best ones. So it's only going to go You're down. You're going down. You are seriously going down. No one likes it. Humiliation no is a powerful it. tool. You're about to have your ass handed to you. If any, uh, all right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Even if uh, I've got to write the emails myself. <laughs> you this do. one's from... Uh, this is from Rob, Terry. <laughs> Terry. Terry from, from Bondi? Yeah. From Wotella. Uh, all right, mate. Okay, well... Uh, um, uh, thank you for... Thanks for listening, everybody. Are you going to let me everybody. sign off or not? Oh, you're going. Uh, email teachyarns at gmail.com <laughs> Instagram is teachyarns Facebook is teachyarns and uh, yeah we love listening. we love reading the, um, the emails as well They're awesome yeah. so thank you so much um, yeah and uh, I'll see you can I say goodbye now <laughs> yeah she can say goodbye yeah, alright <laughs> right, bye everybody mum's probably stoked alright love you. Okay, okay, love you Benny bye